Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Scott Pauley. I'm so happy that you are joining our broadcast today. Several years ago, when we first began the Enjoying the Journey broadcast, we started with my favorite book of the Bible. I've adopted it really as my life's study on the book of Philippians. And the theme, of course, of that great book is the joy of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, truly, it is the, the Bible treatise on what it means to enjoy the journey. Now we're thrilled to share this anniversary series with you again in the hopes that God will use it in your life to help you learn to enjoy the Lord Jesus Christ at whatever stage you happen to be on on life's journey. I trust that these studies from the Word of God today will refresh your spirit and renew your strength for the days ahead. God bless you as you listen. There's nothing quite like a personal letter, a letter written just to you, just for you, and a letter that's so encouraging. When you read back over it, it just ministers to you again and again. Well, that's exactly what the letter to the church at Philippi was because when you come to Philippians chapter 2, the Apostle Paul is not just exhorting them to be a blessing to others. He's doing it himself. He is, he is his own example of the message he's trying to deliver to them. He's telling them, have the mind of Christ, but he's demonstrating it. He's telling them to look not every man on their own things, but every man also on the things of others, and that's exactly what he's doing. It's really a beautiful picture. When you come to the end of Philippians chapter 2, you find two other examples given to us in this chapter of living for others. And we know Christ is the supreme example. The Apostle Paul obviously is an example, but he names two other men by name, men that give us such a pattern of what it means to encourage others. Now we've learned that we need to be evangelizing others and we should esteem others, but now we learn that others also need to be encouraged. May I read just a little beginning in Philippians chapter 2, verse number 19. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timotheus shortly unto you, that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state, for I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. For all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. Isn't that interesting? And don't you think that verse summarizes the way most people live? Most people are living for their own, not the things that are Jesus Christ. He goes on in verse 22 and says, But ye know the proof of him, that as a son with a father, he hath served with me in the gospel. Him, therefore, I hope to send presently, so soon as I shall see how it will go with me. But I trust in the Lord that I also myself shall come shortly. Paul says, I want to come encourage you myself, but until I can get there, I'm going to send Timothy to you because he has the same heart. He has the mind of Christ. He's interested in you. He's living his life not for his needs, but for the needs of others. That sounds a lot like something the Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Galatia. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 2, where he said, Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Now, this is not just a good way to live. This is God's way. This is not just a Paul's admonition. This is Christ's admonition. Live for the needs of others. Seek to encourage others. And Timothy's a good example of that. And then he gives a second example. A man by the name of Epaphroditus. In verse 25, he says, Yet I supposed it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother and companion in labor and fellow soldier, but your messenger and he that ministered to my wants. For he longed after you all and was full of heaviness because that ye had heard that he had been sick. 
For indeed he was sick, nigh unto death. But God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. I sent him therefore the more carefully, that when you see him again you may rejoice, and that I may be the less sorrowful. Receive him therefore in the Lord with all gladness, and hold such in reputation. Isn't that beautiful? Christ made himself of no reputation. Epaphroditus did the same. He made himself of no reputation. But in doing so, he got a reputation. He got a reputation for being a blessing, for being an encourager. Verse 30 says, Because for the work of Christ he was nigh unto death, not regarding his life to supply your lack of service toward me. That little phrase, not regarding, literally means to hazard, to gamble. In other words, he put his own life on the line for the needs of others. Most Bible teachers believe that Epaphroditus was very likely the pastor of the church in Philippi. And he'd made the journey to the Apostle Paul to minister to Paul. And now he's making the journey back to the church at Philippi to minister to them. This is a man who seemed to give his whole life to the needs of others, no matter what it cost him. The Bible says he was sick even nigh to death. He was sacrificing his own health and his own body, his own life, so that others could be encouraged, so that others could be blessed. This is the essence of the message of Philippians chapter number 2, to seek to encourage others. May I remind you, Philippians is a book of Christian joy. And may I say to you, this is a happy sacrifice. This is a happy service. Friends, when you sacrifice for Christ's sake, when you serve the needs of others, it's not miserable, it's joyful. It's wonderful. It is, it is a life that is exceeding abundantly above all we could ask or think. Why? Because this is Christ's life being lived through you. And I want to challenge you to do something. I want to challenge you to create an others list. To make a list today of others who need encouragement, others who need to be blessed, who need to be helped. It may be your pastor. In this particular chapter, Epaphroditus sought to minister to the preacher, the Apostle Paul. Encourage your preacher today. It may be someone in your church. It may be a neighbor. It may be a co-worker, a friend, or a family member. But someone today that needs you to minister to them. William Booth, the founder of the Salvation Army, was getting old and up in years. And near the end of his life, he could not attend their annual convention. Now, General Booth's messages were always highly anticipated, and the people were so disappointed when they found out that their leader, General Booth, was not there to speak. A man came to the podium, stood behind the lectern, and said General Booth couldn't be here this year due to his failing health. But he sent a message to be read to you. A message he wanted me to deliver to, to all of the soldiers in the Salvation Army. A message that summarizes what our work is all about. And the people sat up in their seats and listened carefully. They were so excited to hear the message from General Booth. And the messenger opened the piece of paper and read one word. He read the word, others. In other words, General Booth was saying to them, all I have to say is one word and this word summarizes the Christian life and Christian service, it is this word, others. I believe he took it from Philippians chapter 2. And may I say to you, when all is said and done, the Christian life and our Christian work must boil down to one thing. It is the thing on the heart of Jesus today. It is others. Others to be evangelized. Others to be esteemed. Others to be encouraged. And if this is what Christ did, and this is what Paul did, and this is what Timothy did, and this is what Epaphroditus did, then this is what we're to do. 
We're to live and labor today for the needs of others all around us. And may God help us to have this mind of Christ and to do exactly what Jesus did. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. We are grateful you've joined us for this study today. If you love the book of Philippians, be sure to visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and download the audiobook of Philippians. Scott also has a full sermon series through Philippians that we believe will be an encouragement to you as well. And until next time, may the joy of Jesus help you enjoy the journey. Thank you.